Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Distorted Heaven. Distorted Heaven has released their self-titled debut album, combining great melodies with thunderous riffs and great vocals. This is a band you don't want to miss. And here is my interview with Distorted Heaven. Hi, Bob. Can you hear us? Hello, my friend. How you doing, my friend? Oh, very fine. Very fine. How are you doing, dude? Doing great. I wanted to thank you for taking time to speak with me today. Our pleasure. Thanks for having us. Yes, it's nice for us to have a podcast in the USA from Germany. It's very great for us. I wanted to ask about the recording process for the album and how long did it take to put the material together? Okay, Bob. Um, it was a first production in a studio, and I think it was a very normal recording process. Uh, since we were recording during the lockdown and the pandemic, and we didn't know when it would end, we decided on booth size uh, to produce the album without pressure. Um, we first discussed uh, how we wanted to sound as a band uh, with our music. Yeah, and... Um... So for the songs uh, Walking in the Danger Zone, Mystic Rain and uh, Escape from the City, uh, Bloody Sunshine and also Turn Out of the Dark, we um, first worked out a rhythm concept, um, then we rearranged the songs and um, basically created new rough mixes. Um, then the other instruments uh, like symphonic elements and vocals were added and um, the next songs were produced in the same way, step by step and um, always improved step by step. Yes, and uh, we produced with a gold award-winning uh, producer and musician Frank Stumpfolf in Germany. Uh, Frank is a bass player of the band Scripteria, and, and then she came. And I think it was good for us uh, that he knows both sides of the business. And uh, yes, was uh, for the whole production uh, from the demo to the album, we uh, took one and a half year. Yeah, and um, actually for me, being part of the production team was um, quite a new and um, also educating endeavor. Um, I added the synth parts for some of the songs, although um, most of the key arrangements was actually developed by our multi-instrumentalist Matthias, uh, who is our uh, guitar player in the band. Um, I also recorded the keyboard parts, um, which took place actually um, in my home office. <laughs> um, and after recording, I sent the MIDI files and the rendered stems back to the studio for further processing. Um, I also supported in recording most of the guitar solos and riffs, again, at home, together with Matthias. And we also did some pre-processing there. Uh, at home and later we sent um, the recorded material back to the studio where it was finished and finalized. And during this entire process, which took several weeks, um, I got more practice with my DAW of choice, which is for me Ableton Live, and um, that's why it was even more rewarding. I want to ask you if you could speak on the tracks Rock Rocking in the Danger Zone and Dark Season. Those are my two favorite tracks on the album. Okay, your favorite song is Rocking in the Danger Zone. Okay. Um, 
Yes, uh, it's a powerful riff by Rocking in the Danger Zone, and, uh, and uh, it was uh, planned as a song only with guitars, uh, with guitars uh, without keys, but uh, we arranged the song otherwise, uh, so we had uh, keys in the song. And uh, when Ma uh, Matthias played uh, the song, um, and I hear this the first time, I, uh, I found it great. It was a great sound. And uh, finally, from the message of the sound, it's about cheating uh, in uh, relationships. And I think everybody uh, knows one side or both sides of cheating in relationships. And I think uh, everybody can, uh, can find uh, himself or herself in uh, the matches of his song. Yes. Um, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. It's uh, in Germany also uh, like in the USA. <laughs> 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 yes. yes. And um, yes. And the other song was you want uh, to talk about? Dark Season. Okay. Um, yes, Dark Season uh, was the first song our guitarist Matthias recorded in 1998. Yes, but uh, however, the song was never released. And uh, I, I picked up the song again with Matthias on uh, 2021, uh, reworked it, and, um, and we arranged it differently. Uh, Dark Season um, has, uh, in the history, had no chorus. Uh, and now he gets uh, a privileged non-existent chorus. We wanted a song that the audience can uh, sing along to. And uh, we thought Dark Season had the best requisites for this. Yes, you know. Uh, absolutely. Oh, you, yeah, can, absolutely. Uh, you can sing along it at home and you can, uh, the, the audience can sing along it with us on stage uh, on, on the gigs. Yes, that's, uh, that's a great. We, uh, for, for three weeks, uh, we had our album release show and the audience uh, sing along with us. It was fantastic. Yeah, it was a really great experience. Yeah, yes, you yes, animated yes. the crowd to really sing along and it worked really well, um, actually. Um, and the song, I mean, the song itself, it, it conveys kind of an apocalyptic doomsday mood, so to say. Um, but again, it still animates to sing along, right? It works really well for this. And um, Content-wise, it's um, about the constant struggle, I would say, of the just cause against evil. Um, so it's opposites like, you know, maybe distorted and heaven even, um, our band name. Yes, yeah, so you know, uh, heroes uh, against dark creatures. And in the chorus, the ultimate question, are you ready to die? It means, are you ready to risk your life for the righteous cause? Yes. That's uh, yes, yeah, that are yours. <laughs> yeah, and I wanted to ask you as far as this uh debut, what was the hardest track, um, individually for you guys to lay down in the studio? I, I can't really think of uh, a track right now. Uh, I think it was difficult to develop a style overall because the song were very different at the beginning. But uh, for me, uh, it wasn't really one difficult track. 
Um, yeah, good question. Um, so for me, I guess it was um, overall challenging um, due, uh, due to the amount of the various parts, you know, that I needed to practice and get into my fingers. Um, mm. The very last song um, where the keyboard part was developed was um, actually Dark Season. Um, although the hardest, uh, at least for me, might probably still be the song Rage. Um, it was also one of the last songs that we did, that we recorded. Um, I guess I just need a little bit more confidence maybe in playing all the chord changes. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a two-part question. If you could speak on the album artwork, and was it inspired by the song Dark Season? Oh, the artwork. The artwork. Yes. Um, for the album artwork, we uh, were able to get the digital artist uh, Gustavo Zatzes uh, in our team. Uh, Gustavo had already worked for Epica, Arch Enemy, or Arch Enemy, uh, Machine Head, and other bands. Uh, and the first step uh, was to develop a symbol for the band as branding. And I think that was the most difficult part uh, in developing the artwork. Until finally, uh, a mirrored D and a distorted H um, for a harmless, unified symbol. Uh, because of the name Distorted Heaven, I had the idea of a gloomy, cloudy sky with a symbol as well as uh, opposites of uh, good and evil, uh, like in Damon, uh, fight versus an angel. Mm -hmm. but, uh, but Gustavo thought uh, that was a goofy idea. Uh, yeah, we then decided uh, that he should uh, su suggest how he sees this, uh, the whole thing. And out came this uh, cinematic and glowing evening sky. Yeah, it's, um, and, and it's a great artwork from Gustavo. And I never uh, have this idea. And Gustavo uh, just said it, it wasn't easy uh, not to make the symbol looks like a candy bar in front of the clouds. And he laughed. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, but Gustavo also created our... Uh, designs for the band shirts, and uh, it's not only merch, uh, but it's also uh, really fashion. I also wanted to ask, what can fans look for next? What Will you take to the road and tour? Yes. Uh, yes, we just released our debut album. Uh, there are certain great and varied tracks for the fans to listen to. Uh, but next we will uh, shoot a music video and uh, want to build a wider fan base. Uh, second, we will be uh, gigs in local clubs uh, for now. Uh, for the next year, we are planning uh, festivals or a small tour in Germany. Uh, but if you want us here or to see us in the USA, we come uh, also to the USA. Might be able to arrange this, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> nice. uh, but uh, right now it's quite difficult in Germany in Germany to play because there are uh, still many catch-up concerts from the lockdown and uh, the locations are almost overloaded. Uh, uh, so so it's very difficult at time. And uh, can you uh, say at this point, time what uh song will be the video oh um there are two favorite songs for the video also uh, also uh, i think uh danger zone or escape yeah would have also been my guess yes. yeah, yeah these two songs 
one of these two songs, but um, we will uh, make it. Uh, uh, we, we must decide we, it. We haven't decided yet. Yes. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> we will see. I think it would, uh, it should. I have many ideas for, for, for videos for these two songs. Yeah, there are, there are many, many ideas in my brain. Um, but we, 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 we must decide with the, with the band. And how did Distorted Heaven become a reality? How did the band form? Yep. Okay. Yes. In uh, 2020, I uh, meet Matthias and he played me some of the, his songs. And I thought uh, they had enormous potential and I started sing, uh, singing on them. And uh, now we quickly decided to start a joint project, but it turned out to be very difficult to find uh, reliable musicians uh, for this new project. Most of them uh, just want to make some music, but um, want to take, they didn't want to take a responsibility. And um, they, they don't want a production and, and they don't want a career. But step by step, uh, the band was formed. Uh, like uh, Stefan as keyboarder, uh, Matt Spade as a bass player, and in the beginning, uh, Leon on the drums. Mm. Uh, but he left us uh, during the production, uh, yeah, for personal reasons. But in Benji, we found uh, a good replacement on the drums. Yeah, I would also say, unfortunately, right, uh, Leon left, but I would also say a great replacement, actually, on yes, drums. Yes. So Ben is really awesome on the drums. It's amazing to see him playing with such joy and energy. It's, yes, it's, yes, it's well, really great. Yes, well. Uh, for me, um, I know also Matthias, our guitarist, um, for many, many years now. And he, he asked me about two years ago if I would like to join a band project as a keyboard player. And um, the idea was um, to support with some strings and piano parts and, yeah, kind of replace um, the second guitar player, which we had in the very beginning. Right? Yes, yes. There was a second guitar player. Yes, we had. Um, so I said, yes, sure, why not? Let's give it a try. And uh, yeah, so basically uh, one thing led to another. And uh, I wanted to ask you individually, can you speak on your musical development and at what age did you begin? Okay, yeah. I began singing as a child in a choir. And uh, yes, I... Uh, took the broken guitar from uh, my uncle and uh, play on it and sing along. Uh, the favorite song was, uh, was Smoke on the Water. Yes. <laughs> mm. Oh, yes. And uh, now uh, later I started uh, singing in a cover band and we covered rock music uh, at parties and uh, clubs. We played pretty much uh, everything from ECDC, Gary Muir, CZ Top, Pennywise, Pepper Roach to Murderhead. And I always liked it uh, when I could get the crowd singing along and dancing. Uh, I was satisfied and I didn't really want to make my own music. Um, but on, at some point, however, I had a change of my heart. Uh, even if I only have 20 or 40 people in front 
of me and at a gig and I can inspire them from my own music, uh, that's still a good job. Uh, and, and I want to make my own music. I want uh, to free myself. Yes, and, and mm -hmm. in, in Matthias, I found the partner with whom I started this path. And uh, now we have released uh, our first album uh, in a time of three years. Yes, and with my singing teacher, uh, I work regularly to improve myself further. I think uh, that will never stop and, and uh, the love to the music and, and uh, to create uh, new music, to create new songs. Uh, that's uh, great. Yeah, um, so for me, um, basically playing the piano has always fascinated me, um, even as a child. Um, but I actually started playing the piano um, as a teenager. And I started with a uh, Yamaha PSR 225 <laughs> plastic uh, cheap keyboard, you know. But anyways, um, yeah, um, playing the piano has always been a hobby for me, right? And it's, it's a good alternative to my full-time job. So um, I initially started um, self-taught without a professional teacher. And later, um, I went to a local music school with a focus on jazz, but also other styles. Um, and Matthias um, was also one of my teachers um, for quite a while. Wow. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, for many years, I also played uh, in a small jazz ensemble, uh, which allowed me to, you know, gain experience in uh, playing in a band in general and also uh, in performing live on stage. Um, and um, I have also been busy as a kind of quote-unquote bedroom DJ <laughs> in the uh, kind of house and tech house genre. Um, I even had a couple of public appearances as a DJ, but mostly did it together with a friend at home. Um, it was really always fun to do, um, but it was also, quite honestly, uh, quite some time ago. So, um, yeah, I guess for the future, um, I wish to further develop my musical skills on the instrument and maybe, if time permits, um, also look into music production a little bit more. And along your journeys, what do you feel has been the best advice that has been given to you along the way? Okay, uh, yeah, that's very easy. Uh, the best advice given to me was from our producer, Frank. And uh, to sing with my very own voice and release it into the freedom. Um, yeah, good question. Um, so for me... Uh, it's hard to pick a single advice, um, to be honest. You hear so many things and talk to so many people over the years. Um, one recommendation that I got years ago um, was to check out um, a book from Victor Wooten, which is called The Music Lesson. You might know it. Um, I don't know. Um, it's an inspiring story uh, about a young musician who finds um, his mentor and explores different aspects of music. So, yeah, I can really recommend to check it out. And when you're not doing music, do you have any hobbies that you enjoy in your spare time? Oh, yes. I think you like it. <laughs> I have a 30 years old Harley Davidson Softail. <laughs> oh, yes. yes it's uh, from California. Yes, uh, about uh, 30 years old. And uh, with an evolution uh, engine. 
and uh, with it I like to make uh, motorcycle tours. In history, um, I make tours uh, for for four days uh, to to six days uh, with a motorcycle. But I get uh, now I get uh, two dogs, American dogs, one American Stafford Terrier and one Pitbull Terrier, and. Uh, I just met them. I'm yeah. still alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's uh, very nice dog. Yeah, really now, nice. Um, and today, on our, every day, uh, we are we are a small village. In Germany, we call it city. But I think in USA, you will call it a small village. <laughs> we have a lot of forest. And uh, every day, I uh, took a walk with my dogs in the forest. And uh, I can relax and... Uh, I can inspire it for, for, for new ideas and they, they take me down. Uh, but otherwise, uh, yes, it's your music. <laughs> it's my, my passion. So you, are, you have your dogs, right? Um, uh, we have two cats um, who, who take their walk on their own. <laughs> 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 yeah, but for me, um, it's basically, uh, at the moment, I do a lot of sports, really. Um, uh, so like going, going running, for example, doing workouts. Um, yeah, just a change for me, right? And the balance to the job. Um, I'm curious myself how long the motivation lasts. So um, yeah, we will see. <laughs> And I wanted to ask you, um, what is your the vision for Distorted Heaven? Where do you envision yourselves like in five years? What is the plan? As a plan for in five years, now um, we will do it step by step. And uh, uh, the vision is in two years we uh, want to have uh, in, in two years a constant audience, uh, so we can. Uh, play in front uh, from uh, two or three hundred people uh, for Germany and uh, for, for, uh, uh, for, for the Dutch and, and Belgium and France. And uh, then we look forward, uh, maybe we can play in five years for 800 uh, 2000 people. And I think uh, it's uh, in Germany, it's 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 a great step. It's a great step, and and I think um, for five years or in five years, um, it can works. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and if the story in heaven could pick their their ultimate touring partner, who would it be? Oh, that's a good question. With whom we would like to tour? Um, oh yes. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> Arch enemy. <laughs> Arch enemy. Now there are a lot of bands. Um, uh, so Arch enemy, beer tooth. Uh, I, I think there are there's a lot of of uh, bands in the USA. I think so. Are uh, some bands in Germany? Uh, like uh, Mono Inc. Um, but but uh, we have, uh, uh, I think we have no favorite. Yeah, right. Uh, we, we, are, we are open. <laughs> I think we could get both Matthias brothers together and do a Scorpions tour. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Scorpions are nice. <laughs> oh. But uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, 
as a, as a great band, but um, yes, why not? <laughs> and uh, we spoke about it a little bit earlier when we were talking about the artist. Um, what's the best way to get merchandising from the band? Oh, the best way is in our shop. Uh, we run a small shop on our website, and um, you can get uh, the merchandise of our band shirts. Uh, we have band shirts uh, with uh, three designs and regular and also in girlies for, for the ladies. And uh, our album you can get there. You can get there. Uh, wristband is glowing in the dark. And uh, yes, we are shipping worldwide. And, uh, you know, we will look if we can uh, ship to the USA after the podcast. <laughs> And lastly, I wanted to ask you each, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Oh, the message? Okay. Good, good question. Um, yeah. Enjoy yourselves, I guess. <laughs> yes. Enjoy our music. Enjoy our music. Listen to our music. Uh, uh, be yourself. And uh, yes, visit our concerts. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and have fun. Have fun in, in front of the stage. Uh, and we have fun and the audience have, uh, and, and, and the fans, and then the, the, the people who listen to our music have uh, fun also. Yeah, good point. I wanted to take a moment to thank you for creating an amazing debut album. And I am genuinely looking forward to the next step for the band. I think uh, you guys have a unique and a great sound. And I wanted to speak to you right away after hearing the album because I enjoy the uniqueness of the band and the structures of the songs. Thanks a lot. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you a lot. And thanks again for taking time to speak with me. Please feel free to update me at any time when any new news comes about. Yes, we'll sure do. Yeah, yeah. Sure if you stay in contact. Thanks you lot. take care, my friends, and have a great rest of your day. Yeah. You too. You too. Thank you. See All you right. Soon. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember, come see me for a fix.